hello 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 everyone and welcome back to spectrum we have episode seven this week which i am again super excited about i just i i'm so excited about all of these episodes i am absolutely loving loving this so much i'm just i'm so excited all the time but this week we are speaking with Kita, another one of my wonderful classmates, about their experiences with pronouns, self-exploration, coming out, how they're perceived versus how they feel, and all sorts of other super fun things. So I'm just super excited for it and yeah, let's get into it. Um, I'm Kita. I'm from a lot of places. Um, my pronouns are they, she, um, and I'm bisexual, yes. Okay. But it's, it's uh. I think I'm gender fluid because I think there's no consistency in how I am and it's mm -hmm. really frustrating because at one moment I might be feeling super feminine, be wearing a dress and makeup and then two minutes later I'll be so, have so much gender dysphoria and it's so bad. But yeah, I think I'm gender fluid. Yeah. Okay. You brought up briefly this idea of masculinity and femininity. So when you think about femininity, what does that mean to you? What kinds of things come to mind? So I've been kind of trying to figure this out because like as someone who is constantly switching and does feel super feminine at times, I have to come to terms with the fact that like femininity isn't makeup, femininity isn't a dress, but because that's what society deems as like feminine, that's what I feel as feminine, which is kind of frustrating because I know and like logically it really does not correlate. Um, but in the end, I think it's just mostly like figuring out how to still feel feminine without showing it physically or sh like understanding that certain things aren't feminine. You can feel feminine without attaching it to like an object or a certain style. Mm -hmm. So when you do feel feminine, if you know, what does that feel like? It's a very good question. I don't I don't even know. I don't know. It just it's more like I'm a girl, you know? It's very like light feeling, a happy feeling. And sometimes, you know, that means I want to wear a dress. And sometimes I'll be really like masculine presenting and be really feminine, I guess. And it's I don't even know how to explain it because I don't even know how it feels, but yeah. Yeah, that's okay. And then on the other side thinking about masculinity, what does that mean to you? And what kinds of things mm -hmm. do you associate with masculinity? What does masculinity mean to you? Mm -hmm. I think in terms of like my relationship with masculinity, it's very rare, rare for me to feel like a boy, like quote unquote. And so it's so that like, there have been a few times where I've like felt kind of like that. And that just means that I won't really, it's like, I guess it's, I think it comes back to how I want people to perceive me. And so I've never really let myself be masculine in the way that I've wanted to. And it's just turned into this thing where like, I cannot be really masculine. Cause normally I've kind of gone away from the it's question. It's fine, it's fine, <laughs> wherever you wanna um, go. <laughs> but normally I'm switching between like, in between masculine and feminine, or feminine. And it's really rare for me to be super masculine, but it's, there's also the sense of like, I kind of want to, even though I might not be, just because it's, there's a certain energy there where like, 
men. I, I don't know how to explain it. I'm sorry, I'm not feeling no, very... <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, yeah. it's fine. In thinking about masculinity and femininity and how you feel versus how you want people to perceive you, um, is there sometimes, do you have difficulty with how people perceive you? Is that something that you struggle with at all? <laughs> yes, um, a lot. Um, I think a lot of people, most people don't understand the idea that like gender is fluid, at least for me. Hmm. And so, I don't know, people, I'm, I was really, really scared of using they, them pronouns. Like my pronouns are they, she, and I, because most of the time I feel not necessarily feminine or masculine, I just kind of feel in between or agender, mm -hmm. something like that. And then there are times where I am feeling feminine. Um, and I don't like the fact that people perceive me at all. And so there's this sense of like, I don't know. I think I, I wish there was a world where there weren't pronouns, but because there is and because I have to like explain myself to other people, it's really scary. And so I think, like I remember when I first, like I remember when I first put uh, she, they, and I was really scared. And then it switched to any pronouns at some point. But then that just caused more gender dysphoria because people were calling me he, him. <laughs> and then I feel comfortable with where I am now. But then there are times where like people will say certain things and it just feels really uncomfortable and people don't understand. And I think there's maybe like two or three people, at least in our school, that like understand to a certain level. But even then it's just really difficult to explain like what I am when I don't even know what I am. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I think that's something that I've struggled with a lot as well, in, especially in a community like at home. Most of my friends are like non-binary or mm. some yeah. form of like very queer and just like get it. Mm -hmm. But being in a community where that's not the case yeah. and like, I don't know, I want to use they, them pronouns, but also I don't want all the questions yeah, and exactly. discomfort and having to explain everything all the time yeah. that comes along with that. Um, is that something that you have struggled with at all? And like, do you have a community of people where you feel comfortable or is that something that you would look for maybe in the future if you haven't found it already? I mean, here I feel like comfortable, like everyone, I would say knows my pronouns. I feel like there might be a few people who have just no idea, <laughs> don't bother to ask, which is like it's it is what it is mm -hmm. um but there are people who i'm comfortable with because well one they're also queer but two they're just genuine generally understanding and i think that's really nice to have but i've also not had that a lot for a lot of time like my I, how do i explain this my i have my mom is married to her wife so i have two mothers they are yeah i grew up in a queer household so i've never really felt um like, I've struggled with sexuality, but I've never really felt, like, ashamed of it, unless I'm in a really new environment. But gender was just something that we never really explored, because they didn't have to. Mm -hmm. And now that it's become a bigger question, I guess, for a lot of other people, and for myself included, like, I've known I was not necessarily a girl since I was maybe, like, 12 or 13, before even, like, non-binary became, like, a big word that was being used. Mm -hmm. And I've tried to explain to, like, my mom's, like, oh... Maybe I want to buy a binder. Oh, maybe you can call me like with different pronouns. And even though they are understanding of like you know this is 
how I want to be perceived, they don't 100% understand that this is who I am, I guess, which is a little bit frustrating, <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah, that's, I definitely, I think that's something that like, I haven't heard other people talk about mm-hmm. a whole lot of the idea of this is how I want to be perceived, but it's also yeah. who I am, and I think that's something that a lot of people don't really get. Yeah. Um, but something you touched on really briefly, and this is like a little bit of a sidetrack, but the idea of questioning your sexuality, but mm-hmm. like being in an environment where that was very comfortable, but still exploring sexuality. Mm-hmm. And can I just ask like, what that was like and what your experience with that was? I mean, I'm not saying I did not struggle with it. <laughs> I'm just saying like, um, it was never something I was ashamed for struggling with, mm-hmm. but it was definitely like, a journey like there were times where I was like oh I am straight oh I am gay but I am neither of those things and I think even now I'm probably not bisexual in the way other people are it's more just like I'm so tired of being like labelless and I guess label full with everything and I'm just I just wanted to fit into something and I think for some people if they want to be just queer or no labels that's perfectly fine but for me I find a lot of comfort in my label and I think with my parents they're just like you know be with who you want to be like we do not care we have done the same mm-hmm. so yeah it's more it's less about my household and more about like the environments I've been in so like in my old school it was just a little bit difficult being 10 and being the only person who knows I'm queer and mm-hmm. then as the years have gone on and I've been more like I was never like I never hit it because I never felt like I had to but that prevented me from a lot of things when I was like 12 and I couldn't go to girls sleepovers because their parents were like, no, mm-hmm. her moms are gay, she's gay, so you cannot go. Or when, you know, 13 year olds girls would confide in me because they were feeling stuff. And so I knew all of the closeted people and it was a lot. And I just felt like, I don't know, I feel like the first person out is always like such a journey, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And has your experience with exploring sexuality and kind of that piece of your identity affected your experience with exploring gender and that other piece as well? Like, are they connected? Are they completely separate? Has it been a similar journey or different? What has kind of been your experience there? I feel like for me, it's really difficult to focus on two things at once, Mm -hmm. I guess. And so when I would be confused about my sexuality, gender was never really in the question and then vice versa, Mm -hmm. and it's actually, I don't even think I've really thought about it like this, but I think that's kind of how it went, it's more one or the other, so like when I feel like, you know, I was like, oh, I am bi, and then I started thinking about my gender, and then at some point, you know, maybe I was like, oh wait, maybe I'm not bi, maybe I'm pan, and then like gender was kind of out of the question again, Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's weird to see how that interacts with each other, but And has your experience with being open about not being straight been different or similar to your experience with being open about pronouns? Is that something that you had kind of already been doing that for a little while, so you were comfortable with, or maybe it was a really different experience? I'm not sure. What was that like? I actually think it was a very different experience because with sexuality, like, I've never really been scared of it. I mean, there are times where I won't say it out of, like, safety or just mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Discomfort, that's the word. Um, but with gender, it's just when you are not sure what you are and when not when there's not enough, like, not enough, 
I guess, exposure for other people who aren't feeling it, they won't understand it. And so there's just, just like fear of being like different, you know, and having like being referred to as something completely different. If they don't understand what it means, it's basically just ostracizing you, and that's scary. And if you're in an environment where you don't, where other people don't understand what it means or or won't get it, even if you try to explain it, it's frustrating. And I think with sexuality, people have always kind of understood because that's something that you know people have been talking about for years and years. And even if they are straight, they understand like the feeling of attraction mm -hmm. and being attracted to someone. With gender, if they've never questioned it or they are fully like comfortable with who, who they were born with, born as, then like they won't even need to empathize with me because they won't even need to need to understand because mm -hmm. it's my problem i'm choosing these pronouns but i'm not and it's frustrating yeah i think that's i don't know something that i've definitely felt a lot and i think i've talked about this with people a little bit of the idea that like i don't know if like my sexuality it also doesn't really affect other people that much mm -hmm. unless like i'm like in a relationship with you it doesn't really affect other people yeah Whereas if I'm asking you to use different pronouns, if I'm asking you to use a different name with me, like that's something that you have to think about all the time and that like exactly. it becomes your problem in like it shouldn't be a problem, but like I don't know, it feels like I'm making it other people's issue. Um, but in thinking about like sexuality and things as well, has your experience with sexuality been affected at all by your um, exploration of gender and kind of your personal experience with gender or just in thinking about gender in general like has your idea of like what it means to be a girl what it means to be a boy what it means to what gender is has that affected your view of your sexuality at all yeah I mean like I've always kind of known I'd be I mean okay I'm gonna look at it in a certain way where like mm -hmm. I've always kind of known I'm kind of attracted to basically anyone. Mm -hmm. Like if they're attractive, they're attractive. That's kind of how I feel, like, I don't know. But towards myself, like if I am not a girl, but a straight male likes me and I like him back, mm -hmm. then it's very strange to understand like, who is he? And I don't want to inflict a sexuality that he is not onto him. Like this mm -hmm. has happened before where I'm, you know, I'm, I like this boy and he likes me. But I'm not a girl, and he mm -hmm. likes girls. And so it's really strange to be like, oh, you are not straight, but he is. And so it's really like, I don't even know how that is. Mm -hmm. And like, for example, if you, like, you know the show Sex Education? Mm -hmm. There's a very similar thing where a non-binary yeah. person is in a relationship with a straight male, and they had to break it to them that he, in liking them, is not straight anymore. Mm -hmm. And even though, like, this relationship with, like, attraction and gender is really complicated, I don't want to change their sexuality or label them, but I think I also want them to understand that I am not a girl. And mm -hmm. I don't know how that works with each other, because I've not had enough experience to mm -hmm. work with it, but it's still, is strange, and I don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. Have you had conversations like that before, or has it been things that you've just thought about I mean never like a proper conversation but there have been like the, the person will know 
and it won't really bother him, but it will still be like strange, I guess. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I, I feel like when people find out I'm not a certain thing, they might, you know, you go away or not attracted to me anymore. Like just get like generally they just don't want me anymore. And I, mm-hmm. I don't even I don't know if that's the case for a lot of things, but with gender I feel like it's always been their fear is always there. Yeah. Um, and I guess in regards to that fear aspect as well, um, I'm not sure exactly like what your experience was with coming into TGS and like how open you were about things or in joining other communities, but have you frequent is it something that like you come into spaces and you're just already very open about like these are my pronouns um or is it something that you've more had like that it's a conversation later on or if you've had both experiences like is it different coming in to a place and already being open like I'm not a girl I use these pronouns like that idea or like having to have that conversation with people that already know you and you're already familiar with of like okay can you use different pronouns with me I am not the person that you perceive me as or have this idea in your head. I mean, coming into CGS, I I was any pronouns at that point. And so that in itself was a really strange time for me because I really believed I was any pronouns, but I was also really scared of what that meant and how people would do it. Because if they had the choice between one or like two or more pronouns, they're going to cho- choose the easy option. And I've had this conversation with people where they would ask me their pronoun, my pronouns, and I would say any pronouns, and they'd be like, oh, cool, but I'm more comfortable with she, her, by the way. And I'm like, any pronouns doesn't mean any pronouns at any time. It means that it might switch, because I am gender fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they just didn't ask me again. And I'm a very, like, stubborn and angry person, and so I don't really like the idea of, like, coming out and telling people. Like, I just... Mm-hmm. If they're gonna... If they... they people... If they want to know my pronouns, they should ask me. Mm-hmm. And even though that feels like really irrational, like no one's supposed to know, like no one's supposed to just get it, I feel like people <laughs> should. Like it's not a logical way to think of things, but if people don't ask, I'm not going to tell them. And I'm, yeah, a lot of people probably don't know I prefer they them pronouns. They just assume. And I think there are a few people who prefer who refer to me as they them, and I really enjoy it. But. Yeah, like even in coming to TGS, I I was also scared of being per- perceived as bisexual, like and what that would mean for me and what that would mean mm-hmm. for my relationships. Like there were a few times in my life where I've been scared of how people perceive my sexuality and gender. Like in my old school, people knew from like the age I was 10 and like it was never really like a secret. Like it was still uncomfortable, but it was never a secret. And this is one of the first times where like I'm genuinely like scared because these are new people and I think in in the first term I really put on a persona of who I wanted to be like I wouldn't say I wouldn't talk much I would act a certain way I would say certain things and I would just like I wouldn't show people things I didn't want them to see and that really and that yeah and that worked with sexuality and gender as well like people would refer to me in pronouns I didn't feel comfortable with and I just wouldn't tell them and people would ask me about sexuality and like I would tell them but I'd be really really scared of what that would mean and so it it was just a constant like battle with myself of like internalized homophobia and gender dysphoria 
it's, it sucks, but it's yeah. there. Is that something that has changed? I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel more comfortable with these people now. And, like, still, some people, like, refer to me in pronouns I'm not comfortable with, and I don't tell them. Not because of fear, but more of just, like, yeah, like, stubbornness. <laughs> like, I've been here for a year. If you don't want to ask, you know I'm queer. You know I'm not cis. Like, just ask me what pronouns I prefer to use. And I've had this conversation with many people, and people still refer to me in pronouns I'm not comfortable with. And I know it's not on them. It's no one's fault. But there is still, like, a sense of, like, I'm so tired of coming out. Like, I never came out, mm -hmm. ever. Like, I don't want this to be a thing of, like, you know, I'm special, so here I am. It's, it's more just, like, I am a person. Respect me as a person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I think that's something that I relate to a lot, and I've been thinking about a lot recently in that, like, I didn't come to TGS using they, them pronouns. Or, I, like, I was at home, but I didn't, I didn't introduce myself to the TGS community using they, them pronouns. Because um, I think, like, similarly, like, there was that, like, element of fear of, like, there's people from, like, all different backgrounds, from all over the world who have all different experiences, and, like, I don't know, will coming in and using they, them pronouns, like, affect... Will people want to be friends with me if I, like, introduce myself as someone who uses they, them pronouns? And then, like, since getting more comfortable with people, like, there have been, there are several people that I've told and talked to about it, but I don't know, like, I don't want to, like, several people have said, just, like, send a message on the group chat and just, like, mm -hmm. tell everyone. But I don't know, like, that's not something that, yeah. like, I don't want to, like, send a message on the CM2 it's group chat of, like, hey, guys, I use they, them pronouns. Because I don't know, it's just, like... Yeah uncomfortable it's and uncomfortable. weird yeah. yeah and like it'll be weird for me it'll be weird for them like people will ask me a bunch of questions it just will be weird yeah. um and I guess have there been like people that have made it more like have you found comfort in other people mm -hmm. or has it been more like you have become more comfortable in yourself I don't know, or it could be both, or it could be a combination of the two. Um, yeah. But in becoming more comfortable, has it been kind of external or internal or both? I mean, I think it, I think it is both a little bit. Like, I think there has been like a coming to terms thing for me, where I'm like, okay, I am this. People should know I am this. I mean, I'm not gonna tell them, but they they like I'm not gonna hide it. Mm -hmm. I've not hidden it for a long time. Um, and even in TGS, like, there are people, like, when I am having a crying episode because I'm feeling very uncomfortable with my gender and how I'm perceiving myself and how people are perceiving me, there are certain people I will turn to. Um, and then there's also, like, the idea of, like, there have been people who, even, like, um, second, third term, even now in this term, people have asked me, like, oh, I saw that you used two pronouns, which ones are you more comfortable with? And I'll explain, oh, I'm more comfortable with they, them. And then they will use it. And when they use it, I feel really, really, like, I don't know, there's just, like, a rush of, like, serotonin whenever someone doesn't, like, refer to me as they, them. And it's just, I don't know. And I feel like, obviously, there's still this, like, I, I, wa I want this episode to be released if you want that to be released. But yeah. I'm also, there's also this fear of how, if some people who I know, who I haven't talked about this really, like, intimately with them, how they will perceive it, and how, like, why didn't she why didn't she tell me like this and like why didn't they like tell me about this and why have I not known about certain things and oh they're queer like why I don't know I'm just worried about how people will talk to me and interact with me but I'm also not hiding it like I'm not 
I'm, I don't know how to explain it. I, <laughs> I've gotten lost. In my yeah, thought. no, that's okay. Um, and kind of coming back to this idea of pronouns a little bit, mm-hmm. of using multiple sets of pronouns, are there times where you feel more comfortable with she, her pronouns? Mm-hmm, definitely. Like, I think there are times where, like, I feel way more, like, dysphoric when I'm using they, them, because that's not who I am right now, and, like, there are times where I'm feeling, like, super feminine, and that's how I want to be perceived. And, I mean, that's how a lot of people perceive me anyway, so it's easier when I'm feeling feminine. Um, And I think people don't truly understand that it's not, like, just a stylistic choice, it's actually Mm -hmm. an identity thing. Yeah. Like, I think there was a time in Mexico, we have this showcase every year, like, every term, Mm -hmm. and so um, we were doing the showcase, and I brought this really nice dress, but it was floral and, like, really puffy, puffy, poofy, is that how you pronounce Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. And it was, like, it was a really feminine dress, and I wanted to wear it, that was my plan. And I put it on and I just looked at myself in the mirror and started crying. And it was so strange because my roommate, as much as I love her, she did not understand this feeling. And she was like, well, you look so nice. And I'm like, I know, but I don't feel nice. And so I put on a different dress. It was not like, a f- I felt more comfortable in this dress and I felt a lot better. And I ended up wearing a jacket over it to make it feel more comfortable. And I don't know how to like, explain that like even though many times I do feel feminine and I ended up wearing that dress again later at some point at another dinner and I felt super comfortable in it at that moment I just you know started bawling because that's how it uncomfortable I felt mm-hmm. and like are there people that you feel com- like are there people who use different sets of pronouns on at different times is that something that you have experienced or is that something that you want and I know, I don't know, I mean, I don't want to speak for you at all, but, like, I know for me, like, it's not something that I want to, like, talk about and bring up all the time, but is that something that you've thought about or experienced at all, at all of, like, communicating if there are times that you want to use different pronouns, or is that something that you want to do? As in, like, have there been conversations with other people about Yeah. Women? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in... In the second term, when I switched my pronouns from, like, any pronouns to they, she, or, no, it was any pronouns to she, they, 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 she again, mm-hmm. um, there was a conversation with a few people, like, people would ask me, like, oh, what do you prefer, and I'd say at certain times, just ask me, um, and in that time, when that was just, like, I guess, fresh, people would ask me, and I'd be like, oh, I feel more comfortable with this right now, or I feel more comfortable with this right now. At that time, it was a lot of she, her, because I felt uncomfortable with how people perceived me, but I felt differently inside. Um, and so it, it, there were conversations, but I think people people forget if they're not reminded, and so I've not had those conversations in a really long time. And yeah, now people just use she, her for most of the time, mm-hmm. and sometimes people will be like joking with me, like, oh, like, okay, girl, I'll be like, I am not a girl, and they'll be like, what? And it's like, I have told you this from day one. And it's a bit frustrating. Um, yeah, people just, I think people forget. And I'm so tired of reminding people. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely, like, I understand. And, like, I, I don't know, I get that feeling of 
exhaustion. And, like, I know my experience is very different from yours, and everyone has different experiences, but, like, I think that's something that, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people who don't use or who use different pronouns than people think of them as, Mm -hmm. like, the feeling of just exhaustion. Like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I just want people to know and get it. Um, And is it, do you have a different experience at home, whether that's like with friends at home or with the people you're around at home or your family of like, is your experience with pronouns or with expression or things different at home at all? I mean, at home, home, like with my family, like they know that I'm queer in both like my sexuality and gender, but they still refer to me as she, her. And it's not like, I think, if I had a conversation with them, they probably respect it more, but there's still a, like this, they don't understand it fully. And I think they love me and want to understand, but then at the same time, they're not trying to understand. And mm-hmm. it's a bit like, okay. And I think like, um, yeah, like I've had this conversation with my mom once about how maybe I want a binder, or like one of older, maybe a breast reduction because I have pretty big boobs <laughs> and with a struggle with gender that's not an easy thing to deal with and so I've had this conversation like I do not have enough money to buy a good quality binder and it's something I would like that ended up being a discussion about her and her struggle with her breasts and as long as much as that is a valid thing to have a discussion about that is not her experience with gender and it's not the same experience as mine and that just it would just became so frustrating because she did not understand my perception of like boobs is not like isn't is you know big boobs are a struggle when men perceive you as an object it's that is a struggle I agree but that is not what I'm talking about and there was just never follow up to that conversation like oh do you still want a binder this was like over a year ago and I'm just so tired of like reminding my family like this is who I am like there's just this like they know they are just not trying hard enough to like do things themselves and I think I don't know it's fine like I I think I I I understand that they perceive me a certain way and I'm fine with the way they perceive me like they know I'm not cis they know I'm not straight and that's already good and they love me but then there's just like this disconnect between love and understanding Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain that to them but I also don't really want to try yeah um and with this idea of like your body and things if that's some if it's something you're comfortable Mm -hmm. talking about is there a difference in like dysphoria and discomfort around Mm -hmm. like the clothing that you're wearing and the way you express yourself versus like things you can't change like your body like I don't like I don't want to impose Mm -hmm. like what your feelings are but like whether that's like the shape of your body or your height or your Mm -hmm. voice or like your hair any of these things like are the feelings different? Are they similar? Um. I mean, yeah, like there's, when you don't feel like a girl and you have, I guess, girl features, um, it's hard. And I think I have relatively big breasts. <laughs> I have like a curvier body and I'm short and like, well, short, like um, I'm the, like a, an average female height, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like there are times where you know I just kind of want to chop off my boobs put 
them somewhere else for when I need them one day. Yeah. And like, it's just, I don't know, like, I'm not gonna, I don't really feel like changing my body, like, I don't think there's really any point to it or anything wrong with it, like, I feel gender dysphoric more about how, what I do with it, more like, with the clothes I'm wearing, or, I think the main point with my body itself isn't the boobs, because I think that is, like, what many people perceive as femininity, which is a bit frustrating, because there are quite a lot of men with boobs, or male presenting people with boobs, and it's just, it's frustrating, especially when you're sexualized for it, because that's the, that's, I think that's the only part of my, like, my body that I really feel strange about, um, and then there are times where I love them, where they're just like, oh my god, I have mm -hmm. boobs, and it's, like, great, but then there are times where I'm like, please take them off of me, no, but it's, yeah, it comes down more to, like, what I'm wearing and how, what I do with my body, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense, um, and kind of shifting gears a little bit again, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's coming to the end of an mm -hmm. academic year. A bunch of people are going to be leaving. Next term, there'll be a bunch of new people. And do you think there'll be things that you will do differently, whether that's, like, in the way you introduce yourself, mm -hmm. the way you present yourself? Like, it's, you know, a bunch of new people. Is that something that you want to do differently, or do you want to do things or just continue as you have been going? And there's, like, obviously no right answer, but just, like, mm -hmm. is, or is that something that you've thought about at all? I mean, like, I, I think I'm going to continue it similarly to how I've been doing it. Mm -hmm. And, like, in the, in the beginning of the year, people will probably, like, ask me my pronouns. I, like, we had to um, make this, like, thing. I, I don't know, if, like, if people will know what it is, but a mirror board. So mm -hmm. it's, like, we had to explain who we are and, like, where we're from, what we like, what our pronouns are. And I put my pronouns which was slightly terrifying because it's like new people all over again. Mm -hmm. And I've always lived in international schools, so I know the understanding of like, different cultures might perceive things differently. And so I'm really scared of how people would perceive me and what that means. Um, but I did it anyway because I'm so tired of hiding things. And so I put it in and I think next year I'm not even gonna like, if people ask me, I will answer and it's always been like that. But I'm not gonna go out of my way when they have all of the information they need. They'll follow me on Instagram. They'll see that like slide. They'll know my pronouns. It's just whether or not they will like follow up with it. And I don't think I'm gonna act very differently. I think it's just that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, and in going to international schools, and you've gone to international schools, is that something that has been like has? affected your feelings at all or has been how has that experience been has it in relation to gender sexuality any of those things i feel like it makes it a little bit more difficult because when everyone has different ideas about like anyone and anything in general um gender specifically like it's really difficult to be yourself when what you have to be is also different in, in some sense. Like if I'm meeting with someone who comes from a culture that's more traditional and would not be very happy with the way I, I identify, I will not even tell them, I'll not do anything. And it's always been really stressful because like, well for example I grew up in the Philippines and even though it is a very queer friendly place, like females 
traditionally like should like they they're expected to have long hair be feminine be really beautiful because that's how like that's i guess that's how you should be presented and even at the age of eight i was like well, let's chop all of my hair off and i did and i felt really happy and people thought i was a boy for two years like i went to soccer and they were like oh my god you're not a boy and it was crazy and i kind of like there was a part of me that you know was like um you should have known that but then there was a part of me that was like wait a second people thought i was a boy and then so it's like how like because i don't know like i think when you're battling all of the different ideas of what your gender is as well as all of the ideas of what gender is to a million different <laughs> cultures and different people it's like 10 times harder but i also can't speak for other people right. but i think that's just kind of how it makes sense to me yeah um i think that was my last mm -hmm. like real question for you um but if there's anything that i haven't asked you about or you want mm -hmm. to expand upon um anything else you would like to talk about feel free if not that's also fine um i don't think so like, okay. i can't think of anything right now yeah um any final closing thoughts or words um i don't know i'm, I'm really happy that you're doing this because I think it's a really useful platform for people to have, especially young people to have. So thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. I'm, I'm really glad. I think a lot of people have kind of said, like, oh, this is a cool project. But I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. It's a slightly different feeling when there are people who, like, are not cis or who have questioned their gender yeah. Yeah. say. Like, I've had people reach out to me and say, like, hey, this is, has been really helpful. Yeah. And I don't know. So That's thank so you. And I really appreciate you coming and being willing to interview and, and like even with like schedule changes and difficulties I really appreciate it and I really like talking about these things and I'm really glad that there are people who are also interested in having these conversations so Alright guys, that is a wrap on this week's episode with Kita. Thank you all so much for being here all the way through to the end, and if you've been listening to Spectrum from the beginning, if this is your first episode, your second episode, whatever it is, I thank you so much for being here and for listening and supporting this project. It's something that I really love and I'm so grateful to be able to be doing, and I'm so excited for the future and what's coming next. And yeah, Takita, thank you so much for letting me interview you and for being a part of this process. I'm super grateful. I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it as well. And yeah, just thank you so much for sharing your experience and your stories with me. And I'm just super grateful. Of course, if you all would please follow Spectrum here, wherever you're listening to this podcast and on Instagram at spectrum underscore podcast dot emk to stay updated on future episodes and other content, I would really appreciate it. And as well in the link below this episode in the description, you can find the link to the Instagram, um, past episodes, and also a form that you can fill out if you would like to be interviewed to be on a future episode. So again, thank you all so much for being here and I'll see you next week.